this is my favorite thing I've heard in a while. I want to make sure you understand what's going on here. Because Kamala Harris is does such a bad job of laying this out. Her, her supporters don't even know what they what she wants out of them. She wants them to say yes, okay? She's building toward a yes. Well, yeah, apparently. <laughs> She's so incoherent, it's impossible to know. But dig this. In this election, in this election, in the last kind of couple, I mean, maybe a couple months, certainly a few weeks, she there's this whole conversation that's been coming up about electability. Focused on our campaign. Is, is America ready for that? No. That, well, the are. <laughs> she sounds like various women I have hung out with who'd probably had one too many glasses of wine. What she wanted to say is, uh, is America ready for a black female president? Yes, but she she, she worked in such a way that her people said, no. Is America ready for a completely incoherent president? <laughs> no, no. No, no, yes is the answer. Oh, that's funny. That's, that's better than the Jeb Bush please clap. Well, the first part of it, yeah. It, Jeb had an applause line that fell flat. People were like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Please clap. Nobody knows what the hell Kamala is talking about. <laughs> In the last, you know, couple, several, the last, um, you know, the, the uh, what? Well, the SAR. Um, so g- g- end it now. End it now. She's just paying off campaign debts. It's over. And and listen, take Cory Booker with you, please. The um poll that's getting the most attention, Fox News poll that's out today. And it's in line with a number of other polls, so you certainly can't call it an outlier. It's slightly higher, but they've, they asked the question, should President Trump be impeached and removed from office? So you can't even say, well, people don't know what impeachment means or anything like that. Impeached and removed. It's now 51% want Trump impeached and removed, up from 42 in July. So you're at half the country... That wants the president impeached and removed, which is really pretty amazing. Um, his job performance holds steady at around 43, 45. He, you know, he hangs around low 40s and has since he uh, since he was inaugurated. But you got half the country that wants him impeached and removed. That's something. Yeah, yeah. That number matches exactly the number of people from that poll who found the the phone call and the dealings with the Ukrainian president extremely or very troubling. That's fifty one percent. Well, I like somewhat or not at all is forty four. Well, I like this straight question on that. Was it appropriate for President Trump to ask foreign leaders to investigate rivals? Not appropriate. Two thirds, sixty six. Sixty six percent of people didn't think that was appropriate. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's not even close. Yeah. 66 to 25. Yeah. Do you think what President Trump said on the call with the president is best described as an impeachable offense? 43%. Inappropriate, but not impeachable. 27. Appropriate. 17. No, no. 13. So it's more than, it's two and a half times as many think it's impeachable as think it's appropriate. Inappropriate or, but not impeachable or appropriate would is be, 44%. That's barely ahead. I would be a not appropriate, not, a, not impeachable. I would agree. Actually, we have an, there's I'm an, there. I want to get to this op ed piece later that, uh, Alan Dershowitz wrote. He's been laying low, 
haven't heard much from him. And, man, he's a constitutional scholar at Harvard who loves mm-hmm. being on TV. You haven't heard a word from him. Why? Because his name's in that Epstein thing. And I think he's probably been battling that on all fronts. Right. Even if he didn't do anything, he's, you know, he's trying to make sure that he didn't get any soil on him. Because uh, that girl claims that she had sex with Alan Dershowitz. He says, no, he didn't. And I don't have any reason to think that's not true. But he has been laying low since that story broke. Mm-hmm. He's got an op-ed piece in the Washington or the Wall Street Journal today saying uh, Hamilton would not have impeached Trump and laying out why this is not a high crime or de- misdemeanor based on uh, writings in the Federalist and the Constitution, a lot of Founding Father stuff. Right. That this is not the sort of thing they were talking about when they were talking impeachment. Otherwise, we get too close to being a parliamentary system where you just serve at the pleasure of uh, the House or the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, instead yeah, of dumb going, or inappropriate or odd does not equal impeachable. Or the mood getting hot at various times. Right. You wait for elections. So he'd probably be in the inappropriate but not impeachable category. That would be my guess. Yeah. Um, I like this question. In the impeachment inquiry, is Trump getting what he deserves? Or are people out to get him? This could be an important number. 48% of people think he's getting what he's deserve, getting what he deserves. 37% people are out to get him. But another important number that might make all the difference in the world, the favorability rating of various people. Trump's at 43, but Nancy's at 42. Interesting. Adam Schiff's at 27. Adam Schiff has a 27% favorable rating. 27%. Yeah. In a poll that has 51% of people want Trump removed from office over this, only 27% have a favorable view of Adam Schiff. It's my theory that the people are where they are because they have been presented with a highly skewed view of what actually happened and what's going on. Most people take in their information. They base their opinions on a few things they've heard from the biggest media. And that has been wildly skewed against Trump. I think those numbers, I will be surprised if they don't move back somewhat uh, toward, no, don't get rid of him, as the Trump administration makes their case. Also, you know, the numbers, Are you? do you think Joe Biden, are you concerned about Joe Biden and his son and what they did in Ukraine? Um, extremely or very concerned uh, da, 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 is uh, 36%, somewhat is 26%, not at all, is 32%. If the White House makes the case, look, Biden happens to be his political rival. That's true. But Joe Biden and his son were up to no good. We're investigating corruption. That's going to weaken the get rid of him. I mean, whether you think it's appropriate or not, investigating somebody who needed to be investigated, maybe for the wrong reason, I don't know. Uh, It's just not as compelling a case. If this continues to go forward, and I would think that it would. I assume Nancy Pelosi looks at these polls and sees that 51% of Americans want the president removed from office mm-hmm. over this impeachment. But Schiff has almost exactly half that number. She's got to put a different face on it, doesn't she? Half the people who want the president removed don't like Adam Schiff. Wow, wow, wow. If she yanks his chairmanship of that committee. Well, I don't know if you can do that, but you got to. Well, she can. It would just that would cause an earthquake in her caucus. Well, I, I realize she can legally, but I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's something you could be doing. 
Uh, man, that'd be a mess. You'd have to offer him some giant plum, giant juicy plum. But you, you, you got to put somebody else's face on it. I don't know who you go with. And somebody else's neck. He's got a neck like a pencil. He's got the thinnest neck I've ever seen. Got the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen. But he's the person they see every day, and half the people that want Trump gone don't like him. Right. You got to put somebody else out there. Maybe Nancy herself. She's she's right behind the president, or right tied with him in terms of approval. Maybe she should be the face of it. Of course, she doesn't want to do it. She thinks it's a bad idea. Right. Yeah. They ought to find somebody who's capable of telling the truth, unlike Adam Schiff, who's he is so just easily. a congenital liar. I'm happy to see that only about a quarter of America likes him because he is just a freaking weasel. He's a weirdo. I was watching him the other day when he got asked a question, and he looks up, and he's looking around the whole time he's answering. He's got these reporters in front of him, and he's staring at the ceiling, going back. He's just, he's some sort of weird, like he's off in la-la land. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know what his deal is either. He's a strange bird. He is not a long ball hitter. That too. So it looked to me, well, half the people who want Trump out of the office don't like Adam Schiff. That's incredible. Let's see. Uh, Okay, well, uh, we'll see where this goes. Uh, The history of impeachment movements is the numbers in favor of it just keep rising until it happens. Of course, we don't have a lot of history to go on. No, we don't. And uh, do we have time for this? Uh, The wrangling over what it should look like, whether the House should have a vote, whether they have the right to subpoena people and 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 grill people and don't give them a chance to confront their their accusers the rest of it that the white house is arguing that's another really interesting one because they haven't had a vote they're just calling it an impeachment inquiry and nancy said yeah that's what we're doing and she runs the house she can do that because the constitution's really really vague but the argument is and i think it's pretty good one yeah but it just looks bad it looks like a railroad job. I think we're going to find out because the uh, the White House is resisting giving over to the documents because they say it's not officially an impeachment. So I think that it's going to end up in the courts and the Supreme Court will decide is this impeachment or not. Trump yesterday said he will um, uh, cooperate if it, they have an official vote. He said that on a microphone. Finally. So, um, yeah, so I don't that's think he has any, chan- any choice. No, he doesn't. Right. Yeah. He, he'd be he'd be forced to. On the and, other hand, that makes it pretty stark. Lays it out there. Yep. So Nancy, either have a vote or not, or or wait for it to work its way through the courts and see how it turns out. But that could take a long time. It's a pretty good ploy, actually. Yeah. Um, I have no idea how this ends. No, neither does anybody else. I'll uh, I'll usually be willing to make a prediction and then tell you my level of certainty. Uh, I can't even gin up a, a prediction. <laughs> I have no clue. So we got to talk about some of the China stuff and the NBA and, and and various corporations battling China. You still got a lot of uh, power outages in the biggest state in the country. Yeah, I want to explain to you how the biggest, most technologically advanced state in the country ended up having power shut off to millions of people. For days. For days because it's windy. For like a whole week. It ain't climate change. Stay tuned. It's politics. Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
just came across this hostile architecture and how it affects the homeless situation in America. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have to talk about that later. Hostile architecture. Hostile architecture. Hmm. Um, I could design that. This house is going to punch you in the face. You wouldn't look at this house. You're going to run for your life. So once upon a time, there was a couple that bought a new luxury car every two years and partied on the Riviera. Uh, Riviera. They bought designer clothes. They drank fine wine. They lived in a giant house they could barely afford. One day, that's the way you do it. Mrs. The lady uh, got a health scare and it was expensive to fix up and they went broke and they lost everything. Why did that couple go broke? A, because the lady got sick, or B, all that other stuff. Which brings us to the story of the massive power shutoffs in Cal Unicornia, where realism goes to die. For years and years, you had this big, giant utility, Pacific Gas and Electric, who had a cozy relationship with the state public utility commission who are supposed to govern them because this is a private company for profit and makes big profits year after year but they're granted uh, a near uh, monopoly and in return the state gets to regulate what they do and how much money they make and stuff like that but the problem is they spend millions and millions of dollars on lobbying and and they're uh, in bed with the fat cat politicians. You know how that works at this point, right? And so, uh, anyway, they take huge profits for years and years without maintaining the infrastructure around the lines. And, and then you throw in the environmental wackadoos in California who for decades wouldn't let you cut down any trees because the, what about the poor squirrels there? And, and the foresters would say, the forests are getting way too dense. They're going to be devastating wildfires. A lot of people live there. We, we got to maintain the forests. So you had a, you know, a confluence, a combination of idiotic ideas and, and, and corruption in California. So finally, uh, all this leads to these devastating wildfires. Lots and lots of people die. Billions of dollars of property um, is burnt down. And so what does the corrupt one-party Democratic uh, government of California do? They pass this lunatic set of laws. Now, this is from an attorney who was posting online that I was reading. He says, stop blaming PG&E. For what's happening right now, because they have to do what they're doing right now. That doesn't very okay. brief explanation. That's Again, the wrong that way over, to look at it. That overlooks the luxury cars and the big house and the rest of it that we were talking about. But just so you know what's going on, he says, stop blaming PG&E. Also, stop voting for people like Gavin Newsom and the people who create the legislation involved. I will continue to blame PG&E, but go on. Well, yeah, but you've got to blame the government. It is oh, I do. Absolutely. In fact, oh, I do. you almost could say, look, PG&E got away with as much as they could, and the opposing force, the corrupt, corrupt government, did not oppose them. So, really, if you're looking for a bad guy, it's the government. But anyway, there's this new California law signed by Gavin freaking lying Newsom. That requires utilities to de-energize areas that face severe wind threats and fire risks. And they have the formula for what that is. And then once it's off, the law requires the utilities to physically and visually inspect every single piece of equipment of the shutdown before it can be re-energized. Which is why a two-day wind event could mean a week of the power being off for millions of people. 
It's crap. I almost dropped an S-bomb. I wish I had. It's crappy governance that's led to this. And I still hate PG&E. Well, sure, go ahead. Because you're a bunch of lies. You're crap about... It's climate change. Climate That's what it is. change. If you're going to stand in front of a microphone and blame this on climate change, I hate you. You're liars. You got rich for years, and now you got caught, and you're lying about it. So I hate you. <clears throat> and of yeah. course, the government's corrupt. I, I woke up hating them. It is all driven because of California's inverse condemnation liability conflict. Does, it, does that remind you of those uh, the credit default swaps which brought down the world economy? These bizarre, like, double reverse laws... Uh, in California's inverse condemnation liability conflict with PUC's previous finding, the company based on outage liability. Um, so it, it has to do with the lawyers and the bad government. It, as always, it's crappy governance. Um, got a bingo scandal in New Jersey, Joe. If you if you are in California and you vote for a Democrat, you're an idiot. Or you just hate Donald Trump so much you think every Republican's Donald Trump. I'll have to get to the bingo scandal coming up later. Bingo scandal? Bingo scandal in New Jersey. But what do you got coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, we've got the conflict in uh, Syria taking a very, very odd and uh, ominous turn. We've got that coming up for you. And President Trump weighing in on the NBA and China standoff. Oh, good. I'm sure that'll settle things. Uh, Yeah, Trevor Noah took that on on The Daily Show last Mm -hmm. night in in a pretty good way. So we'll have that for you also this next hour. That's a big story. How corporations are going to handle China. I am really interested in this whole Syria-Turkey-Kurds story, Trump's decision, who's backing him, who's not. He's got almost no support. The president has almost no support on this decision. But you got to keep in mind that that doesn't necessarily mean anything. They could be right in this instance. But that's the conventional wisdom in Washington, D.C., always. You never leave anywhere. Right. You just stay. Right. Always the status quo. You never end a program. You never shut down a bureaucracy. Never. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, a Turkish invasion of Syria expanding in unexpected ways. Turkish President Erdogan now threatening to send millions of Syrian refugees in Turkey to Europe if the European countries continue to label his country's military incursion into Syria as an occupation. And a lot of those refugees are ISIS, uh, you know, Families, I think the ISIS fighters are isolated from yes, those refugees, correct. but yeah, millions, millions of more Middle Eastern refugees flooding into right. Europe. Well, part of tr- part of Trump's argument would be, "Hey, Europe, you're a lot closer than we are. This matters so much to you. Do something about it. Yeah, get involved." Yeah. Erdogan tweeting out, "We will open the gates and send 3.6 million refugees your way." That was Erdogan's tweet. Wow. Threatening Europe with uh, Middle Easterners. Meanwhile, Fox News is now reporting the Turkish forces are committing atrocities on the front lines of their attack on Kurds in northern Syria. Fox News spoke with a U.S. Special Forces soldier who had been working with the Kurdish-led Syrian Democratic Forces, and he's the one who reported that. In announcing what what he had called Operation Peace Spring, the Turkish president had tweeted, Our mission is to prevent the creation of a terror corridor across our southern border and to bring peace to the area. That was uh, his mission statement for... Peace through bombing civilians. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty awful. Every day you should get up and be thankful you live... You live in a place 
where there is literally, and I'm using literal, literally, literally true, literally zero chance of sustained bombing from another country where I live. No chance. Can't happen. Won't happen. A lot of people in the world, that's an option every single day. And these people are on the road, in their cars, headed out of town because they're getting bombed and they got nothing to do with any of this. Or some militia comes sweeping through your village and shoots everybody. Lakers taking on the Brooklyn Nets in Shanghai today, but the game's not being broadcast in China, and the Chinese and the NBA canceled all uh, scheduled media sessions in China this week. Meanwhile, the Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr is drawing the ire of President Trump while he was speaking about the NBA's fallout with China, stemming from a tweet sent out by the Houston general manager, Trump was watching what Kerr said and said Kerr was pandering to China. He was like a little boy. He was so scared to be even answering the question. He couldn't answer the question. He was shaking. Oh, oh, oh I don't know. I don't know. He didn't know how to answer the question. And he, he'll talk about the United States very badly. Trump also mocking the San Antonio Spurs coach Greg Popovich, although he says Pop didn't look as scared as Kerr. Both the uh, coaches, rather, have criticized Trump in the past over various issues. Steve, look, with all due respect for your career, your skills, you seem like a nice fellow. You have hammered Donald J. Trump, hammered him in a number of different ways. How about the dictator of China who, who kills, tortures, imprisons millions? Denies people their basic civil rights. You got anything to say on that? Now, you could make the argument, well, he's talking about his own nation, his own country. He gets to criticize the leadership of his own country. And you know what? Yeah, I have some sympathy with that point of view. But the idea that you would keep your mouth shut for business purposes over the the horrendous human rights of China, well, that just shows uh, what kind of guy you are. Don't don't try to pass yourself off as the great uh, courageous commentator, Steve, because you're really not. You're you're courageous until the moment it threatens anything. Meanwhile, the rolling plan blackouts continue in the nation's most populous state. Hundreds of thousands of more Californians have had their power cut off by PG&E. A state of emergency has been declared in some areas. There's been at least one report of shots fired at a PG&E maintenance truck. Yeah, I got a, a friend who works for PG&E. He said he had a lot of employees trash thrown at them and uh, yelled at and uh, that sort of stuff. Meanwhile, in Southern California... That's, that's a terrible thing to do. Yeah, don't. Listen. Listen. You want to yell at people in ties? Go ahead. People in tool belts, for God's sake, leave them alone. Meanwhile, in Southern California, San Diego uh, Gas and Electric have been really holding off on these rolling blackouts, but they are now saying, okay, we may have to start doing some of those power blackouts. They're trying to interpret that idiotic law that Gavin Grusom signed into law, the the congenital liar Gavin Newsom. Southern California Edison customers could lose power as well today, but they've really, really, really been trying to take this slowly, see what's going on. Fix this. Come on, government, fix this. Make this work. It's ridiculous. But people are just accepting at face value. It's when it's windy, you can't have power. It could start a fire. Because of climate change, (laughs) the sheeple of California, great Scott, there are dictators around the world saying, how do we get our people to be as compliant and stupid as the voters of California? How did they get there? We need to study this. 
Scientists are asking for the public's help in naming 20 newly discovered moons around Saturn. New moons! All right, Mooney McMoonface. Let's get that out of the way. Moving along. <laughs> the Carnegie Institute for Science announced a discovery bringing the total amount of moons revolving around Saturn to 82. That's a lot of moons. Uh, the contest today... Gee, gee, I imagine how annoying that would be to live on Saturn. <laughs> now we got a new harvest blue moon for uh, oh, moon number right. seven. Moon number eight is a howling wolf moon. <laughs> moon number nine tomorrow night. Now oh. that's going to be a good moon. Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> the contest to name Saturn's moons has got, got some ground rules, though. Two of the moons must be named after figures in Inuit mythology. Okay. Well, or, or what happens? Why? <laughs> there are Inuits on Saturn? Inuits discover Saturn? These are uh, tribes occurring in Greenland, the Arctic, and Alaska. These are the ground rules they're setting up. So uh, the All other, right. the other uh, rule you have to follow, 17... Uh, two of them have to be named after Iowa Presbyterians. <laughs> 17 of the others need to be named for giants in Norse mythology. Well, now anyway, you got my attention. There you go. So uh, <laughs> you can uh, name Saturn's moons. Big contest just announced. Two that- of them have to be named after original members of the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Three of them after the 1939 Yankees. <laughs> Those who discovered penicillin. Exactly. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips in the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Speaking of the Yankees, some people, including I'm sure Major League Baseball, were hoping for a Yankees-Dodgers World Series this time around. That would have been kind of cool. Well, yeah, Dodgers had an amazing record this year, but they lost last night with their their star player, their ace on the mound, gave up back-to-back home runs on back-to-back pitches. Oh, my God. Don't! Oh, my God. And the Dodgers are out. That's the way it works. I got friends who have their heads in the oven right now, but they have no power, luckily, so they can't do anything to themselves. It dawned on us last night, I was thinking, oh, we'll yank everything out of our fridge and cook it up, throw it in some coolers and see if we can preserve some of it. But uh, Judy pointed out, well, we'd have to hand light the gas oven and everything because the, the Sparky system is mm-hmm. electric. Oh, and yeah. You can do that. I've done that many times. Yeah, on our oven. You ever seen my oven? My no, oven is I a hell of an oven. I have not seen your oven. Oh, my God. Nobody knows how to light it. Um, so <laughs> Plus, the whole thing just turned into such a ginormous pain in the hiney as we're ooching about with, with flashlights and stuff. Yeah. We're like, to hell with it. <laughs> Although we did, uh, we figured, well, these steaks are going to go bad. So we ate enormous steaks last night, and I just kept eating it and eating it, thinking we can't really keep it. So I don't uh, letting food go bad doesn't bother me that much. My wife will. Well, uh, this well, hammer is going to go bad, so we got to cook it. And I think we're going to make our meal choice based around a dollar and a half worth of foods. Let's uh, let's do whatever's the best. What's the best idea here? Well, these were some fine choice cuts of beef, Mister uh, Lowrent. But I will tell you this: I really do feel for the working class families who stock up at their local uh, giant oh, sure. store or whatever. And they, you know, they got a family. They got a house full of kids. They can barely afford their groceries, and now they're all going to rot because of the crappy, crappy governance of their crappy, crappy third we'll world We'll get a state. generator, which is really expensive. I oh, mean, if you're going to get a generator that can actually run everything for five days, it's it's pretty. It, you know, it's not it's not something you can just do no. on a, on a, on a whim. Well, and if you are willing to drive three states away, you could have gotten a generator to plug your fridge into, but they're sold out everywhere, anywhere near. So you, uh, lose, you lose all your food and your kids can't go to school. I mean, right. that's just, that is, we keep saying this over and over, but it's just true. That is third world country lifestyle right there. Yeah. Yep. I tell you what, though, one benefit, you go to bed earlier when you have no power. 
Judy and I, we, we played a cribbage in the, by candlelight and yeah. my dad, chatted and stuff. Went my, out back where we could get one bar of cell coverage and, and texted friends and then thought, you want to go to bed? Yeah, let's go to bed. My dad grew up without electricity and he said, that, yeah, that's true. You just go to bed. Yeah. In the winter, you go to bed a lot earlier. Get more sleep that way. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so then, PG&E and Corruptifornia are actually doing you a favor. So Trevor Noah on The Daily Show took on the whole China NBA Corporation uh, thing last night, and it's pretty darn interesting, and a lot of it uh, is true and worth discussing. That, among other things, on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. the many stories of our time seems like there's like five different major world changing stories going on at once it was like that stretch when we had the storm of the century three times in one year really needs to be so we got to rewrite the rules obviously impeachment's a big historical thing and i don't know how that's going to shake out but even bigger than that of course is the whole the reason people voted for trump as i keep saying trump gets impeached and knocked out of office tomorrow you still have all the underlying reasons that that uh, Western civilization has chucked all their parties and are going with comedians and TV stars and all kinds of different stuff. Right. I mean, democracy is not working for them, in their opinion. Mm-hmm. So that's a giant historical thing. Um, what's going on with Turkey and Syria and the Kurds and everything like that? I hope it's not the beginning of World War III, but it certainly could be. Who knows what's, who's going to get pulled into that in what way? Sure, yeah. And then this is definitely a story for the next century, is the interaction between the, the United States and China. Uh, how, do, how do we handle that? And particularly lately on a corporate level, are we willing to continue to uh, just let China do whatever the hell they want to do on the world stage and keep our mouths shut about it as long as we make money off the deal? For a lot of us whose families come from areas where the mafia held sway, my uh, my mom and dad grew up in northern New Jersey and, and went, to, oh! went to school in New York. Went not, to the Bing! Not that part of New Jersey. But uh, and, and went to school in, in the Bronx. And Your just, dad never went to the Bing? Uh, I don't know. I, uh, he's not the sort. But anyway, uh, the mob is not something on the movie screen. It was reality. And I would tell you what. Anybody who uh, who has uh, spent time in those areas understands if you start doing business with the mob, it is going to change your business and change your life often in ways you're not real pleased with. China is a gigantic mafia. You are doing business with the mob, and it can be enormously uh, profitable, but... Man, you may find yourself doing stuff you never dreamed you'd do. But China and uh, the NBA are into it right now. All our corporations are, but certainly the NBA. And Trevor Noah on uh, The Daily Show last night took on that whole topic in this way. This is the way they So China is basically going to war with the NBA, all because of a single tweet. And as surprising as that may seem to some people, the truth is this kind of thing has been happening between China and American companies a lot. The NBA not the only one feeling the heat either. U.S. jeweler Tiffany also under fire after tweeting an image of a Chinese model covering one eye with people believing it was done in solidarity with those Hong Kong protests. Nike are bowing to pressure from Beijing. 
pulling a sneaker from the Chinese market. Activision has suspended a professional video game player and taken away his prize money. Apple took the Taiwan emoji off its keyboard if you are in Hong Kong or Macau. Marriott apologized to the Chinese government. Versace, Givenchy and Coach issued apologies. Mercedes-Benz is offering an apology. The Gap issued a sincere apology. Delta saying we apologize deeply for the mistake. Damn, China gets offended by a lot of shit. They're like that one guy at work who takes everything personally. He's just like, hey man, I like your shoes. I go, wow, so you don't like looking at my feet? Uh, no, I, I do like your feet. Gross, you're a pervert. <laughs> so, it's an odd punchline. Uh, it is. So on the, the corporation going to really lever the, lower the boom with some sort of devastating comedic point. Imagine apologizing to, China, to, to, to Hitler or Stalin like this because they're... Their people are offended over the emoji you've got on your keyboard or whatever. Sorry, sorry yeah. about that. It's the same sort of thing. It's it's wild. I don't know how this is going to get straightened out culturally speaking, or if people will even pay enough attention. Corporations will just uh, apologize and 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 do. Oh, oh, this made you mad. We'll do it this way. Yeah. To to con- to, to have access to all the business. Well, I think it all comes down to business. As long as China can maintain this uh, sort of vaguely evil but not terribly image among Americans. They're not going to get that mad at their corporations for cowtown to the Chinese. The nastier and uglier China gets, the more pressure I think will build. Um, There's just so much money to be made there. So I don't completely understand the Apple pulls Hong Kong app amid pressure from China story. The uh, protesters were using an Apple app to uh, further the protests, and uh, well, China get, said, "Apple, kill it." I get that, but okay. I've heard I've heard different versions of this. The the timeline on this, I'll just read this one. Apple removed a smartphone app that allows Hong Kong activists to report police movements um, from its online store Thursday after an official Chinese newspaper accused the company of facilitating illegal behavior. Apple became the latest company to come under pressure to take Beijing's side against anti-government protesters when the Communist Party newspaper People's Daily um, said that the app facilitates illegal behavior. Um, so I heard a version, and I don't know, from an, or a statement from Apple that says the timing wasn't that, and that's not why they did it. But that's sure what it looks like. Tell you what, I uh, just need you to do me a little favor. I need you to take this package on your delivery truck. You don't have to go anywhere different. Just uh, leave your truck unlocked when you go to uh, Jones Hardware. That's all I need you to do. And before you know it, whoop, you're doing stuff you never dreamed. So there, Apple. there are a growing number of uh, U.S. customers and, and fans of various products doing what they can to push back. There was another group of people who went to an NBA game last night with signs that said Google Uyghurs, the, the group that is being nice. imprisoned in, in China. Yeah, uh, Those signs got taken away. Um, Activision, which was mentioned in that, aka Blizzard, Blizzard Activision is the same company. Uh, they suspended one of their, uh, esports players, retroactively took away his prize money. Uh, now Blizzard fans and fans of their games are actively trying to get Blizzard games banned in China by making some of their characters kind of internet memes for the resistance. Oh. Um, the, the Blizzard Con event where the kind of their, their own Apple function where they announce all their stuff for the year is coming yeah. up pretty soon. Uh, there's a lot of chatter and talk about what the people are going to be, because uh, it's a live audience thing, what's going to be going on with that. And, and there, there are movements among, uh, American consumers of these products that are trying to push back in ways that they can. Interesting. I, I love that the snark and cleverness of young people being turned against a, uh, we can all agree, 
bad guy as opposed to only half of us agree bad guy or bad person or bad policy. Every, everybody, I think, agrees that China's bad. So uh, these, these young, smart, snarky people using young, smart, snarky ways to do it Protesting is fantastic. Yeah. Where's the woke crowd in this? Are they uh, showing their colors? Uh, I just was reading in the New York Times that the uh, Chinese authorities are bulldozing um, these vast and ancient cemeteries of these ethnic groups that aren't being uh, loyal commies enough. They're bulldozing the cemeteries. They're trying to erase the culture, the ethnicity from the face of the earth. If you've ever taken a religion class or a uh, Uyghur studies class or whatever, you do 20 years in prison. They put everybody else in re-education camps. Uh, you're told if you say a damn word about this for the rest of your life, you're going to disappear. And they bulldoze the cemeteries. That's something, man. You ever heard the term ethnic cleansing? China, like many things, is better at it than anybody you've ever seen. And they managed to do it without being so outrageous that people pull their companies out of there. These giant corporations are still doing business in China. It's a little uncomfortable at times, that long list that Trevor Noah did, but it's 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 astounding. They are, uh, you know, well, it's it's. I hate to bring up Hitler, but it's World War II-style 20th century um, uh, genocide. And they're getting away with it, more or less, because there's so much profit to be made there. It's, uh, it's something. I don't yeah. know how humanity works this one out. It's one of the many reasons uh, Homo sapiens are my least favorite species. The things they do. Yuck. <laughs>